Hey, how you doing? It's Clayton here from HowToDrawComics.net, along with co-host Rick Bulo for another episode of the HTDC podcast. In the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep your drawing skills razor sharp and how to break through those creative barriers when you're feeling unmotivated and at a loss as to where you should take your art next. Plus, plenty more comic art tips and tricks, I'm sure. So, Rick, how you doing today? I'm doing really good. I'm I've been I'm been busy as of late actually. I've been spending uh, this December uh, December to put to really work to put something together so I can throw something big out uh, coming January January or February. Really? I'm What's that gonna, gonna be? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil people yet, but people are it's it's big for me, but. For people that used to be online with their stuff and all that, it might not be so big. It's basically just, instead of putting one drawing up, I've decided to do a whole, hell, a whole lot of things and just throw it up, there, up everywhere at once. Cool, so it's going to be a surprise. You've kept us waiting long enough? I can't wait to see it, man. It should be awesome. I've kept you guys waiting too long. So well, hopefully I'm, it lives up to the hype. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it, dude. Oh, oh crap, the hype, I forgot about that. It's always the hype, man. Always the hype when you keep people waiting. That's what I'm good at. <laughs> but, uh, all right, today's topic. It is a tricky one because I know that, for me, I haven't drawn in like two months, man. I've been busily ty- typing away my script for the How to Draw Superheroines course, uh, which is coming out in hopefully March. I'm, I'm really trying to aim for that, but we'll see what happens. It is a heck of a lot of script, i got to say. It's like the thesis on superhero, and so I haven't really had time to draw. In fact, I've been living somewhat of an unbalanced artistic lifestyle, which I don't think is ever a good thing, because when you focus on one portion of the equation for too long, all the other plates that you're spinning become a little bit unbalanced. So, for example, if you get into inking and you get really, really good at inking, well, your penciling skills are going to start to deter a little bit. Or your coloring skills might not be quite as honed as they usually are, right? So it's almost like, for me, it's very much... A, there's correlation here between going to the gym and maintaining your artistic abilities. Okay, yeah. When you go to the gym, you're working your muscle, you're getting nice and toned. But if you stop going, what tends to happen is those muscles go into atrophy, right? They get weak, they get unfortunately deflated. And that's kind of what happens to your artistic skill set when you go away from the drawing board for a while. Or does it? That's the question that I want to get into a little bit later because I don't know that that is always the case and maybe, just maybe, sometimes a little bit of time away from the drawing board can actually be of a benefit to you. So what are your thoughts on this, Rick? How do you go about keeping your drawing skills razor sharp and at peak performance? Well, uh, once again, you found a topic that's really... That the way the answer can be double-sided, can be can change all depending on how you look at it. Because in some way you're right. You 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 need to keep yourself practicing. You need to keep yourself working. But on the other side, it's also good to sometimes take like a week's break, or or, or just a few days break. But 
I, I would say go, going more than a week, it will go, it will end up be going into the deteriorating state of everything, of forgetting of your of your muscles, forgetting your See, your your work. So you're saying after so, a few months, I'm getting rusty. I'm saying that you have to you you you're literally starting over now, Clayton. I better get back to no, that no. drawing board, huh? <laughs> Quick, smart. Yeah. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I, what I'm saying is exactly yeah, getting a little rusty. You might need to just. It might take a, a bit more time for you when you get into it again to get uh, to get the feel back that okay, I'm back where I at least was, mm. and and get the whole flow back into it. And for some, it takes like five minutes to do, others it can take a few hours. And that's that's also a problem when you assist fights. Well, yeah, man. I mean, if you're bedridden for months on end, it's going to be tough to get out of that bed and walk again because, you know, just like with the gym metaphor, what ends up happening is your legs become weak, you know? And so I've always asked myself, look, if I do take an extended break from drawing, say that I go on an extended vacation, for example, which never happens when you're an artist, by the way, that's that's a, a very distant dream. But let's say that you just take an extended vacation from drawing, you completely relax, you don't think about it, you don't do it in any capacity. What I wonder is when you go back to it, say a couple months later, will you have as tough of a time as someone which is just starting out from the beginning? And, of course, I don't think the answer is yes. I believe that the experiences that you've had and the repetition that you've put in throughout your journey as an artist is still going to allow you a little bit of a head start, right? So those mental pathways that you've repeatedly fired throughout your practicing years as an artist are going to still be there. Maybe they need to be strengthened, but I think that really the downtime, and this is just a guess for everybody else except me, because I know that it usually takes about a week for me to get back into the rhythm of things, right? And it can, actually, I'll say it can it can be a few days to a week because sometimes it's quite easy to kind of recall exactly, you know, what I needed to do in order to achieve this particular effect within the artwork or to kind of, you know, get my gather my 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 memory on proportions and anatomy and that kind of stuff because i think that drawing is very habitual in many ways in other words there's a certain series of processes that you go through which allows you to construct the drawing from start to finish and the more that you repeat that process the more familiar and used to it it becomes the more automatic it gets and i think that when it comes to taking a break from drawing for a while what ends up happening is that automatic process ends up becoming one that you start to have to really think about again and it's just a matter of getting used to it reacquainting yourself with that process the way that you work right it's like not it's as if you haven't seen a friend in a while yeah you're gonna have to sit down get to know each other a little bit again and catch up on old times in order to you know, re-establish that 
relationship and that connection with the person. So I think yeah. art is the exact same way. I mean, really, your artistic abilities are kind of like your best friend as a, a creative artistic type. That's a good way to see it, see it to see it as your best friend because... Well, you don't want to fight is... against it, right? I oh, think, no. I think a lot of the time people fight against it. Exactly. And that's that's many people's problems that <coughs> after they've gotten up and taken a break, they go, oh, now I, now I need to go through the grind of relearning or or, or, or getting back to where, where I was and make it make make the going back almost sound as hard as if as if they were beginning all over again and that also helps many people to get demotivated by wanting to even get back from the break and they'll be like yeah i can i can take i can take a week's more break before i push myself into this once more yeah totally, and then man. it'll be one more week and one more week and all of a sudden the, the longer you wait the more you forget the harder it will be and in the end, you'll probably end up getting completely demotivated from even starting once more. And then you've basically wasted that, that, that time you did in the first place to try and learn if you get demotivated about wanting to get back into things. So is that so what happens more- to you, Rick? Do you get demotivated? And that's kind of what holds you back from kind of jumping back into it. Is that why you hes like why you why you would get hesitant about jumping into it again? Well, you know, you know, I I've had some uh, both physical uh, mm. some physical problems as of late that's mm. caused me breaks here and there. And I mean, if if we hadn't had all these podcasts here that had helped me motivate myself and put things into a lot of things over the time into perspective for me with all the things we've talked about it would have been harder I, I'll, I'll admit that it, it would have been harder but but then again I also maybe have an, have a different drive than others because I have family mm. and that helps helps me to uh, helps drive me to get back into things as well as so- I'm sure as I'm sure it also helps you, and it helps people like Ed and other people with a family that that does it for at least semi-living this uh, this art thing. They have a drive beyond just themselves to do it, and that helps them. I think that it's harder for people that don't have that drive and are still getting up there on a skill level mm. and still practicing. It's 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 the pract it's the pra- people that practices uh, still that that level of people that has it the hardest in my opinion mm. because that's where all the challenges are of uh, that we've been talking about all these podcasts here because most of the podcasts we've been talking about have been aimed towards those that's been practicing after all yeah so you're talking about people who are just kind of you know, getting into it still and learning the processes that you need to understand in order to get good in the first place. Exactly, because that's the hardest part. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's very interesting what you brought up there. You know, you brought up family and how that pushes you and motivates you. And you also brought up the fact that you kind of become 
un unmotivated at the thought of having to get back into it, right? Which is uh, uh, the reason that I asked you if that was the case is because it's a somewhat of a different experience for me that I and I think there's an interesting kind of unique perspective that both of us can offer here, which I really love about these conversations and why it's great to have multiple co-hosts. So it's interesting that you bring that up because what I've found is that for me, my art is kind of one of those things that I become almost too immersed in. In other words, I'm sitting in my studio 16 to 18 hours a day sometimes, barely spending time with my friends and family, which is not the kind of lifestyle that I would encourage, right? So uh, here's the thing. Um, basically, the other side of the coin to that is... I'm not as unmotivated about getting back into drawing, into art, due to the length of time that I've been away from it. It's more of a fear, right? The fear that I'm not going to know how to go about it. I'm not going to be able to... I'm not going to remember the exact processes that I was so used to before I'd put the pencil down and taken a break. So mm. what ends up happening for me is that I kind of put off and delay getting back into it precisely because of that um it's almost an anxiety i guess it's not that i lack motivation like i think about all the cool art that i want to create and the the epic illustrations that i want to construct but the thing is is the the more i build it up inside my mind the more freaked out i get by the thought of whether or not i'm going to be able to execute it um, as far as, you know, why I would get back into it, why I would push myself, it's kind of for a selfish reason, to be honest. It's just that it's my number one passion in life. Like, I can't, I can't even conceive of myself doing anything else. You know, I talk about this superheroine script. Well, I mean, that's just so that I can, you know, get a, a valuable piece of content out there for people to learn about that's going to help them and use that so that I can keep creating my art essentially you know create these courses build how to draw comics.net up so that i could hopefully one day launch my own comic book through that website um you know it's a machine man and that's exactly what i want to build out of it but i mean it's a long road and it requires times long bouts of time in which i have to sometimes execute tasks that don't always have a lot to do with the artistic side of things but <laughs> involve a lot of writing i feel like a writer right now you know rather than an artist that's the funny part about it uh which i never saw myself doing that much but um yeah uh that's that's kind of my take on it so you know what pushes me is just the fact that that passion doesn't quite ever die you know no 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 i mean i mean as an artist you you as an artist, uh, first and foremost, why you even get into it, uh, into it in, in the first place is hugely for selfish reasons, after all, because the, the things you sacrifice in order to get an artistic career or get really good is immense. It's immense uh, from a social aspect and everything. If you truly think about it, you have to do some sacrifices when it comes to Staying out late all the time and being being with uh, being with friends all the time and as we've talked about a lot a lot it's it's really many times a hermit kind of lifestyle for some people uh, for some artists that wants to really get up there because they have to spend so many hours 
uh, on the uh, with the drawings. So, so it's it first and foremost, if you don't have the selfish passion for it, well, you, you'll probably never get anywhere. <clears throat> but I can also follow the somewhat uh, anxiety part of you, uh, for you because I, I think that's also something a lot of a lot of artists struggle struggles with. It is said, after all, many artists have 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 is uh, more mentally emotional in some state or another. I, I'm not gonna well go too much into that. That's a whole other talk in itself, but. It's been said a lot, after all, and and many, and it's so being having being anxious about getting back into things. I can totally, I can totally relate to as well because, well, okay, now you're talking about taking a break. You're not. What if you? What if you lost everything? What if you? What if you just when you grab that pencil, you your hand suddenly forgotten what's a pencil? And and these weird things. I know you'll never forget how to how, how to use a pencil, but you, but when you first start thinking in those lines, you know it builds up in some way or the other, and then you have to fight those thoughts before you even start drawing, and then you have to start drawing while those thoughts might still be pressing on. Like, oh, look at this. You could have done better if you had taken a break. So you need to push yourself from that also. And then there's the anxiety of if you go online with it, can people see that you have taken the break? Can mm. people see that and will people comment on it? And how will you react to those comments if it's if it's if it's there, the comment that says, Ah, oh, you seem like you've really fallen fallen a step. That's that's not a nice comment to get. I'm sure you've heard those in so one way or another after a long break, Clayton. It's yeah, I mean, it's really interesting that you say that because I think that that's a definitely a fear that we all have, right? That's the the fundamental primal fear that a fear that every single artist has is that they're going to take a break, they're going to decrease in their level of skill, post their workout, and everybody's going to notice, right? The yeah. thing is, though, I don't think that that's the case exactly. I, I think that in reality, when you post that work up there, you don't really get the negative feedback that you're expecting inside that paranoid part of your mind. Um, at least in my experience, you know, maybe you won't get as many comments and, and props as you normally would, and that's fair because, you know, ultimately, maybe you do have some scratching up to do. But I don't think anyone who's going to leave a negative comment like that is usually just really they would have left it anyway for some reason or another because someone who brings your work down and doesn't really leave you any helpful feedback isn't there because they or isn't leaving a, a comment because they they think that it's they're going to benefit you in any way they're just trying to bring you down probably because they're jealous of your level of skill in all frankness um and that's just the way that the online world works these days, in my opinion at least, is that you're either going to get those people who are going to follow you because they love your work, they dig what you're doing, or you're going to get the haters who <laughs> who hate you for the same reason, because they love what you're doing too much and you're just too damn good. Um, but then you'll also get the awesome, the best part 
of putting your work out there online, which is the helpful feedback that is going to level up your skill set. And maybe someone leaves a comment that says, hey, dude, your proportions are normally spot on, but I've noticed that they're a bit out of whack on this new piece that you've posted up. You may want to go back and revisit them a little bit. That is good news to me, you know, especially if I didn't notice, if I didn't see that. Um, I'm going to go back and I'm going to make sure that that doesn't happen again because, you know, you you touch the stove once, you don't touch it a second time um, because you get burned, right? But the, the thing is, what I want to know is, Rick, when it comes to actually getting back into it, what do you do to sharpen your skills back up? And when you do have to have forced time away, how do you still maintain them? even if you can't draw as much, or at least what would you do? What would you recommend, you know, for example, I do, (laughs) because I can tell you, I still have a heck of a lot of script to write. What should I do from here on out in order to actually make sure that my (laughs) abilities, my artistic abilities, my drawing, my inking, my coloring skills don't just die while I'm neglecting them? Um, I... It's a good question. I mean, uh, what I do when I have to make a lot of uh, longer breaks and what I feel like is the best that works for me is at least keep your imaginary juices flowing by continuing. So even though you don't work with the drawings in hand, imagine that you're drawing. Imagine, Imagine things you see like Oh, this could be an awesome drawing and imagine it things as a drawing and still have, you know, have the imagination going strong. Don't lose that just because you're on a break from drawing. Keep that in mind because the imaginary, the, the imagination is a strong point for artists after all. So keep that, keep that strong, keep them, keep and that will also help you deduces of wanting to get back into things strong when you get that far again, which will make the step easier to begin with. Well, when you're away from the drawing board, Rick, does that kind of make you even more eager to get back to it? Because it's it's interesting that you talk about imagination because it's like the 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 more time away from the drawing board that I don't get to unleash that out into the world, the more intense it becomes. Like the yeah, ideas yeah. just start attacking me, and they're like, "Please draw us out." You know, what are you doing to us here? <laughs> exactly, and I think if you use that correctly, that that'll help you. Yeah. For when for when you get back, because then then. The, then the need is just there, like, okay, yeah, I need, I need to get this out. And well, sure, it might be when you then start, and it seems like you've fallen a little. Late. The first, the first few times you attempted it, it's a little like, ah, this is not what I, what I wanted. But then, the mental, um, the the mental training comes into play where you have to keep pushing. Hmm. It's all up. It's all about uh, mixing and leveling your imagination uh, your juices from your fo- from your focus and your mental training you level that guy as best as possible and I think at least for me again with my military uh, background and and so you have to have that focus and just keep pushing when when you when your imagination isn't enough to keep you want to continue to work and get back into things You'll have to tap into your mental training, man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
it is it is interesting that that you talk about the mental side of it because it reminds me of this concept that I heard once of being able to practice any skill mentally, right? And I know that sounds a little bit crazy, but just hear me out while I try to explain this <laughs> this Tony Robbins concept. Um, well, I was about to ask. Right? Um, because it is an interesting one, and I would love if it was legit. And I'm willing to buy into it. Like, I, I pretty much buy into everything I hear. And it's probably because I'm a very gullible person, but sometimes it actually works. So check it out, right? Let's say that you are like me, and you're at a point, for one reason or another, maybe you're working longer hours at the job that doesn't involve art, and hey, we all work, we all work that second job. Um, maybe you're away on a vacation and you've decided to just put everything aside and you're not allowed to draw, you've got to pay full attention to your family or significant other. And, you know, that's definitely the case for most of us over the Christmas holidays. I know that there's at least going to be a week where I'm occupied, essentially, just hanging out with family and, and making sure that I'm giving them my full focus. You know, my head can't really be on work. But... Um, in saying that, actually, you know, just a backflip on what I just said, what you can do, if you can't hold the pencil physically in your hand and, you know, sketch out a few practice pieces in your sketchbook, you know, and get those ideas out of the page, well, what you can do is actually mentally visualize yourself drawing mm. instead. And as you do that, really try to immerse yourself into that mental image really picture it with clarity and vividness and then try to give it a little bit of color like really imagine what it would be like to be there actually drawing even though you're not doing so well what ends up happening is that your brain starts to fire the same mental programming that it would if you were actually physically drawing at least that's the the kind of concept behind it in other words, and by the way, you can do this with anything, right? I teach a lot. I walk into a classroom every day and I teach in front of, you know, 20 students or so. And, you know, that can be very nerve-wracking. I kind of got to get myself into state before I walk into that classroom. Otherwise, I'm going to be a nervous wreck. And so what I do sometimes is I'll actually picture myself walking into that classroom before I actually do. And I imagine what it'll be like when I'm there presenting what that lesson is going to be about for the day. And it actually works, you know, it gets you in the zone. And it may not play out perfectly, but in a very uncanny way, what you'll find is that it's not that far from reality when you're imagining this stuff. And so what I'd say, if you're forced away from the drawing board for a while, for an elongated period of time, make sure that you're doing that. You know, do the mental gymnastics. Actually put yourself in a space where you're able to imagine what it would be like to actually sit there and draw. And it could be a full illustration, right? Um, even if, you know, you are occupied during that day, you know, talking with people, getting your errands at work done, you can go to sleep that night and you can imagine this stuff before you doze off. So that is one little kind of weird, nuanced technique that I'd suggest everybody tries, and for any skill, even beyond art. I do believe there's a, there's a, there's a psychiatric name for it, actually, the whole feeling of, like, it's, because it can also be the opposite, that if you start overthinking that you might be sick, mm. your, your body will actually start feeling sick in the end. It's a whole it's a whole thing. It actually has a professional name and everything. 
And yeah, yeah, mental manifestation, I, I, you could call it. I can, yeah, yeah, some, something like that as well. There's also some other names starting with a P. I don't remember it. I'm sure. I'm sure maybe Chris in in the comment comments can help us. Yeah, I had to put. I I, I do need to poke him at sometimes because he's he's just lovely. And, but it says basically, and this is what I was, in a way, trying to also want to bring up. So I'm glad you did. Because that's also important with using it. Because I use that a lot. I use that almost all the time. Because I believe it or not, Clayton, but I I have I have heavy paranoia issues sometimes mm. uh, due to due to both both past and uh, uh, my slight PTSD issues. So that makes me easily paranoid. Right. And, right. And then that kind of thinking helps for me when I have to get into things or, or I'm not around to do things that I really wanted to do or keep or that I have to prepare for. That kind of thinking of mentally preparing myself for, to do it and mental training and mentally do things before I actually do them mm. well, he- helps me, helps me in, in many ways and not just art. Like just something as simple as, okay... I know I need to cook here in two hours, but I really can't be bothered. Well, I start real uh, seeing myself cooking, and then, then my body gets into it before I even get started. And there it's the go. same with art. It's the same with art. Just keep imagining. Keep use. If you can't use your hands, at least use your imagination and your brain. Mm, absolutely. But, I think you bring up a good point about the self-sabotage as well because we can overthink things a little bit in the negative direction and end up kind of working ourselves up into this rut that really doesn't serve us in any way. And that can very much be, you know, in the form of that anxiety that I feel about going back to the drawing board and doing that epic illustration that I've had floating around inside my mind for the last few months, right? Um, You know, even just today I was thinking about, oh, it would be so good to sit down and draw a killer fan art piece of Wolverine. Like, how awesome would that look? Like, I've never really sat down and put the time into drawing a fan art piece of Wolverine. And I just got super excited about it, but then I sat back down and I'm like, better get back to this script, right? (laughs) So I'm raring to go, man. But, I mean, let's say that you're just feeling unmotivated, yeah? You know, maybe you're just... it's, It's not that you don't have the time to draw, And it's not that you don't want to draw. Maybe you're just not feeling it at the moment. Well, here's the thing. If you want to keep your skills sharp, even in that context, what you can do is take the pressure off of yourself to draw anything cool, anything awesome, anything that, you know, is going to make you feel anxious about, you know, just drawing in your sketchbook something simple, something that's manageable in a reasonable amount of time. It could be 10 minutes of sketching in your sketchbook, and it might just be a smiley face. It might be a simple, one of your favorite cartoon characters, right? Maybe a picture of Rick or Morty or, <laughs> you know, Ren and or Stimpy Bob. if you're part of the older generation. Um, and, it, and it can be simple. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could be a texture study, you know, maybe some, uh, maybe bark on a tree, right? It could be a leaf. It could be a flower. It doesn't have to be this epic comic book superhero every single time. Because even that act of moving your pencil on the page, rendering out a few materials and 
and re-reminding yourself of how you go about the process of creating an illustration, whether it's simple or complex, is going to allow you to make sure that your skills are maintained, that they remain polished, even when you're not in the mood to draw on a regular basis. Exactly. And, but and another thing that we've mentioned before in, again, other podcasts, uh, to, to stay motivated even if you don't really feel like... And, and, you're, and, and your brain is fed up with all the stuff in your life right now, so even in going to have to imagine yourself getting started can be hard. Put on a video. Put on a put on a put put on a some uh, some some time uh, time skipping skipped uh, or time sped up with your art videos. That helps me get motivated a lot as well. If I have to do do some writing as well, I have I have uh, I have uh, videos from YouTube up in the background. So so my so it's always in my brain in some way or the other in the back of my head. If you know what I mean, yeah. There's there's plenty of ways to do it, and like when you sit there and script, what do you listen to? I don't listen to anything because I find if I listen to something while I'm scripting, what ends up happening is the ideas that I'm coming up with to write down become diluted by the logical information that I'm taking in from the uh, whatever uh, I'm listening uh, to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I understand. I understand. Like when I draw, I can't. I I can't listen to music with uh, with mm. lyrics in it. As an example, mm. I can't listen to music with lyrics because it 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 automatically takes my focus off off because now I have to in the back of my head understand what those lyrics li- and spend time on listening to those lyrics because you can't just stop that mm. in a way because when you hear. So I always listen to classical music without tech, uh, without lyrics when I work. But not, how about even videos or videos of just art where there's no, was there no, was there's just music, just in the background? Can can that be done to you? Because then you'll still be doing something to keep your mind hmm. in, in that area while you work with the script, if you know what I mean. Yeah, kind of. And when I'm drawing art, and you know inking my illustrations and that kind of thing i definitely do that it depends what stage i'm at within the illustration as to whether or not i'm listening to lyrical music or just soundtracks and that kind of thing but yeah when it comes to script writing when i'm trying to compose words on the page for some reason that just like sucks up all my mental power and focus and you know what keeps me in the in the mode of art is of course because I am writing about exactly that I'm writing about my process man at this point I know my process back to front I may not have put it into practice <laughs> for a while but I certainly know it like the back of my own hands so um you know and the funny thing is is I am doing research you know I'm not just talking about the way that I do things I'm also talking about the way that other pencil is pencil, that other ink is ink, and other color is color, you know, and I talk about their approach, and I talk about who's inspiring me, I look up words that, to to kind of increase the range of my vocabulary as I'm composing this script, Um, so I'm, I'm very kind of, you know, submerged 
within the process of writing, but also within art, which is kind of cool in a way. It's just that, you know, I'm not holding a pencil. I'm not actually drawing anything, which is a creative killer, at least for me. Like, that's how I feel sometimes. So I really got to pump myself up to get into this scripting. And I think that's another really good point to kind of put out there, another great tip that anyone who's in somewhat of a slump can really take on board and benefit from is that if you're just not feeling that those artistic juices are flowing and you just don't have any ideas coming through and really, even if you did, you're not in the mood to draw anything, my suggestion would be to just pump yourself up and kind of um, mentally trick yourself into being excited. You know, enthusiasm is the key to all things. When you can be enthusiastic about it, when you can be grateful for the skills that you have got. So, you know, oftentimes we kind of look at our abilities and the level at which they're at, and we get somewhat discouraged. We go, well, I'm not as good as that guy. I'm not as good as this girl here. And it can be kind of like, you know, very detrimental to our artistic self-esteem, so to speak. But here's the thing. You've got to appreciate and be grateful for the mileage you have created behind yourself as you've learned along the way. And, exactly. and I mean, you know, it's if you've been drawing for a while, it's not like you're starting out from the beginning. Everyone's drawn a little bit because we all did it as kids, even if it was just, you know, getting the marker out and drawing all over the walls and, and having your parents cut sick at you for doing so, right? We've all drawn at least a little bit. Now, mass books at school and that kind of thing, some people keep it going, some people kind of drop off and venture down other avenues. But no matter what, you're always going to have some base level of skill there. Be appreciative of that, because there's always someone that's going to be better than you, but Remember that there's also going to be someone who's worse than you. And that is the key thing to keep in mind. That, you know, I, sometimes as as skilled as I am, but still as, as leveled up as I want to get, I got to remember, especially teaching this stuff, that, hey, there's people out there that maybe can't even relate to the level that I'm at with my artwork. And that's a problem because how can I teach them if I can no longer relate with them, if I can't show them the what I'm doing in a way in which they can take on board and actually yield similar results from, right? So it, it's something yeah. that you really got to remember and, and make sure that you're keeping inside your mind so that you can have a proper perspective on this stuff because we're all subjective when it comes to our points of view. And we've got to be a little bit more objective if we want to have a realistic understanding of how things actually are, especially in regards to our level of skill as artists. Okay, And that way, you can work from wherever you're at, knowing that you really are making progress and that you really are going in the right direction. Because, heck, some people think that they're better than they are, right? So you've got to have a realistic expectation of where you're at as far as those abilities. So, you know, that's just something to keep in mind, in, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah, I agree completely. I mean, I had my one of my instructors back in the... One of my instructors back in the army, one of the nicer ones, <laughs> I say with a smile, but yeah, uh, he he always said that don't be don't be sad uh, don't be sad when you look forward and see and see the distance you're still gonna take look backwards and see the distance you've already taken. Mm. Absolutely, you know what man. I mean. 
Look yep. back sometimes. Give yourself the pat on the back and say, "Hey, you got this far. Come on, you got this. Look at how good. You, look at how far you've gotten already. Why stop now? Why start doubting now? Put push yourself up. Mentally yell at yourself as uh, almost like a drill soldier if you need to. If that works, keep telling yourself, "Hey, you gotten this far. Wouldn't it? It would be fu- it would be fucking stupid to stop now. Part my language, but that's how I talk to myself. It would be." stupid to, to stop now when you've gotten this far and you and you only got this far left to reach one of your goals so get up on your feet and start and start and stop st- stop holding holding back and i actually when you started talking i got a question mm-hmm. you say you're, you're really working hard right now in, in writing and all that and you need to in order to get the books out but what stops you from taking 15 minutes breaks and just do some scribbles in between. What what actually stops you? Mm. What what stops me is just the the idea that I've got to get as much done on this thing as possible, right? So it's yeah. kind of like I'm one of those yeah. people that can really only focus on one thing at a time. You know, if I'm doing a comic book, that's all I'm doing. Well, that's all I'm I'm going to be comfortable doing. If I'm mm. focused on a on a script for for this course that I want to do I'm completely and a hundred percent submerged in that and it's just a way that I've always been and to an extent that's a strength but it's also a weakness when it comes to running a business because you know there's a lot of things that go into how to draw comics.net you know publishing new tutorials putting out additional videos onto the YouTube you know the poor YouTube channel has been so neglected lately and and it sucks big time because you know, it's important to make sure that I upkeep that. Um, you know, of course, there's all the, the social media management that has to be done. And then, uh, you know, the podcast that we're doing, that requires time. And, you know, there's there's a bunch of things that, that go into it that shouldn't be ignored as much as I'm ignoring them. And so, you know, that's really something that I've got to step back from and think about and reconsider because, you know, ultimately sure i get this course out but the rest of how to draw comics sinks and i mean what's the point of that going to be right there's no point in uh releasing a course that nobody has any idea is coming out so here's the thing i've decided that and i've kind of laid this out on a schedule that i am yet to put into practice but it's a very simple one and all it's going to be is i work on this script from say you know seven in the morning maybe six all the way through to three or four in the afternoon and then I focus just on drawing, right? At that point, I'm kind of in a place where every I want to do anything else but that damn script. So I'm going to sit there and I'm going to draw the most fun thing that I could think of. And what that's going to allow me to do is put out new demonstrations that I can record for the YouTube channel. And um, it's going to allow me to, you know, pick up on my skills a little bit more and make sure they're nice and polished and ready to go. Because I am intending to draw again after this course comes out. So, uh, you know, I'll be doing the superheroes course after that. But, um, you know, that's, and that's the thing. You know, all of this stuff is a balance. And I'm very, I'm very bad at striking a good balance sometimes. You know, it's one of my uh, weaknesses for sure. I think maybe, uh, and this is the problem with some people, I'm not saying you in particular, but this is the problem with some people. When they think balance, balance they, th- they think as soon as they reach something that feels like a balance, balance, 
They just need to keep it there and not have to keep working on keeping the balance going, if you know what I mean. Yeah, totally. That the balance is always, the, your balance is always changing. When you got the feel of, okay, now I'm in balance with what I want, it's easy to ease up and relax uh, relax on that, right? And it's some. It sounds a little like that's that's uh, that's one of the holes you 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 fall into at times. You relax too much in the balance you find, and then the balance shifts, and mm. you're not there to to shift along with it. If if you understand what I mean. Yeah, maybe for sure, for sure. Because that you're too, be because because you're too focused in the balance you are in now, and you're and in your mind your work in the in the way your mind works that you just want to get things get things done and you focus so hard into things yeah. you 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 might not even see when the balance shifts and only feels it when it's really have shifted so much that you feel okay I t something needs to change well the issue is is there is no balance at the moment so i got to kind of put that into play and really okay. make it a habit um because the only there's no balance because all I'm doing is is this script right and that's that is impacting my abilities as an artist and I'm sure when I you know put pencil to paper again that I am going to be a little bit rusty so tonight when I go to bed you know what I'm going to do Rick I'm going to sit back and I'm going to lay there and I'm going to think about what it would be like to draw again and hopefully when I wake up in the morning after swallowing that magic pill I'll be able to, you know, put pencil to paper for reels and actually come out with a de halfway decent illustration. But, you know, honestly, that's a really fantastic fantasy that I could have. And I'm sure it would be brilliant for everybody if it were true. But here's the reality of the situation. I know that when I get back to the drawing board, I'm going to have to have a few days of uncomfortable drawing ahead of me. You know, I'm going to have yeah. to put pencil to paper, mess up a little bit, draw drawings that I would be embarrassed to show anybody whatsoever and just kind of, you know, go through the motions of working out the kinks again. It's kind of like, you know, ironing out the wrinkles of a good shirt. I mean, the shirt's still good. It just needs to be ironed a little bit, right? So that's all I'm going to have to do. And I mean, it would be much better if I could kind of maintain my abilities along the way. It'd be much more fun, less creatively depressing as far as, you know, my artistic output. Because, you know, I love writing and in and of itself, that is a form of expression. You know, any comic book writer knows that, especially somebody who writes, illustrates, colors and prints their own book. Absolutely. It's all one and the same. You're still, at the end of the day, expressing some kind of story, some kind of idea. But at the same time, you really got to make sure that uh, your favorite ways of expressing those ideas are certainly being fulfilled because otherwise you do start to feel like something is missing. And, you know, that's definitely the case for me, man. Like, I had to ask myself very early on how much being a comic book artist meant to me because there were so many things that I wanted to pursue. I wanted to pursue digital sculpting and 3D modeling. I wanted to pursue video games. I wanted to pursue concept art and character design and that kind of thing. And I get to do some of those things when it comes to comic book art. You know, I still get to design my own characters and that kind of stuff. And, you know, the layout of my, uh, my pages and, and whatnot. But, you know... I really knew in order to be good at one of those things, in order to become an absolute master, a pro, 
I would have to focus on a single one. And, you know, there's just not enough time in life to master everything that you want to do. So, uh, you know, think about it. Think about what really matters to you, what you really want to get good at. Think of, and, and if that's too hard, think about what you couldn't live without. You know, what would be <laughs> what would be the final regret on your deathbed that you didn't do enough of? For me, that's always not drawing enough pictures, right? And, um, you know, that motivates me to want to draw right now. So have a think about it. It's an important question to answer. Yeah, it, it really is. I actually reminded me of something. Do you remember when I think it's almost almost three months or so ago we had some something of the similar talk here, where you were where where you where you were in the same little slope of things where you felt like your 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 art was lacking, your ability to actually have time to draw was lacking. Where we where where you got pushed into drawing that winum because you really needed to. Oh yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. Do you remember how you felt afterwards? You really felt uplifted just mm. getting back into things again. Yeah. Try, 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 maybe, maybe try and find that feeling to help push you into wanting to just draw again, if that helps. Remember the feelings you had from earlier, from when, when it's happened earlier and you, and you took a break and did the drawing just a little bit. And remember that feeling that will also help you mentally to get to get things started again heck yeah man i'd love to and i can't wait really like the new year is going to be fantastic i'm super excited about it because you know on my new year's resolution bucket list you can bet that i've got you know ramping up that youtube channel putting and publishing more tutorials on the website than this year and it's been a great year man i mean we've really beefed up that tutorial library which i'm super proud of uh, the website's looking great, and I want to build it. You know, I want to blow it up into the epitome of what it can be. And I want to put out more of those courses. So i got to really speed up my process as far as, you know, the scripting and, and putting these courses together. And it's been great. It's been a year of discovery for me this year because I've really worked out the kinks as far as, you know, how I'm going to approach the production of these courses. And I think that I've kind of nailed it. You know, it's been a long road and it feels like an extra long distance just because there have been multiple courses that I've attempted that have kind of haven't been seen through to the end simply because, you know, they were just way, a bit of way more than I could chew with them. Um, and that's the thing you learn, I think, with any form of business venture, with even when it comes to comic books, you know, um, we were talking about this in a previous episode, actually, where, you know, there was this comic book artist who wanted to detail the heck out of every single panel in his comic book, rendered everything um, right down to the point where he was listing the menu items in the restaurant that he was showing within a scene inside the panel. And, you know, to that degree of detail and refinement, what you're going to find is that you're just sitting there for an unreasonable amount of time producing this stuff. And you want to do a good job. You know, you want to produce the best possible product that you can produce. But sometimes the best possible product that you can produce isn't going to mean anything if it never comes out, if people never get to see it. And that's definitely been the case for multiple attempts that I've made to you know, create these oh, yeah. epic courses that are just way too much, right? Now I've, well, I've gotten to a point where I've got a manageable process, a manageable model that 
is slowly getting done bit by bit every single day, which I am ultra proud of. You know, I'm I'm pumped, man. Yeah, I mean, over the last year here, with uh, now now that it's New Year's and we have to look back uh, back a little. I mean, over this podcast here, we've we've grown to get to know each other really close, more more so than we did beforehand. Beforehand, we didn't barely know each other after all when mm. we jumped into this, but. Over the podcast year here that we've had, I've really come to feel that excitement that you have, and 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 share your thought processes a lot. A lot. And I can only agree with you that it feels to me as well that you are in a such better place than when we started. When it comes to being able to find out what you really need to be focused on, because at first you were. You were doing a lot of things that might now be see be deemed as you said yourself slightly unnecessary to do. Well, you know, I never see them as unnecessary because I I've, oh, no, 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 I've no, no, been no. led to this point, right? So, I'm really exactly. I'm really thankful. So, when I do look back on these situations, it's very easy to go, "Damn, you know, I wasted so much time. Imagine what I could have achieved. Imagine what I could have got done." within that time had of I, you know, knowing what I know now and just been able to skip yeah. ahead. Um, but you wouldn't know but exactly. you wouldn't know what you know now if you had skipped ahead. Exactly, right? And that's that's that was one of my points. You need to do those things to learn. Mm. And and that's what many artists again fears when they want to go back into resharpening their skills. That they have to, uh, t- they they have to make mistakes to learn from them, and yeah. I say mistake, I say mistakes, but they aren't really mistakes in that sense, because you learn from them. So how can they be mistakes? Yeah, but exactly. You know what I, you know what I mean. You have to, you you have to fall in order to get back up and standing, and go and yeah. go and go forward like, forward again, in life, in everything, and in art. Yeah, absolutely, and. You know, I can only imagine that, you know, people like uh, Todd McFarlane and Jim Lee, you know, they feel a little bit torn sometimes um, because they got these businesses that they've got to run that involve so much more than just the dream, which is sitting at the drawing board, just drawing and from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed. And, you know, that's kind of the sad truth of it. And I don't think any kind of entrepreneurial mind like Todd McFarlane, for example, even has really worked out that balance you know how do you achieve something brilliant make a significant impact while at the same time doing what you genuinely love to do and and doing just that i mean there's so much more that goes into this stuff and i mean even just doing a comic book like you know we talk about the production of it and you know illustrating it inking it coloring it and then you know that's about it that's all that people really think about but they don't think about what comes after that you know getting it printed and getting it out there marketing the thing promoting it you know that that is like 80% of the equation and none of us want to do it but you know that is definitely a part of it especially if you want a successful comic book that is going to allow you to essentially perpetuate its production on a financial level exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. there's so then, well, we can we can continue to speak and speak for hours on how to keep your mental <coughs> mental strength ready and and to, in order to keep your skills as sharp as possible. But I think we touched base on the most important things things at least. Yeah, I think so. I, 
I mean, we got a few minutes left, so should we, should we, should we talk a little about what's gonna happen next year? Because we're gonna have a little changes, at least in uh, how we set things up when it comes to things. Our podcast is gonna be a little different. We've talked about. Yeah, definitely to an extent. So, I mean, the the cool part is is that we're going to hopefully have a few more guests come on board because what we're going to be doing is interviewing them separately. So Rick's going to go out, track people down, track artists down, and he's going to find people to interview and, and bring on board. Um, I'm going to do the same thing. So is Ed Foychuk. And the other advantage to that is that it's going to be usually two, possibly three max at a stretch when it comes to interviewing somebody when it comes to these episodes because what we found after some reflection and uh, and feedback is that you know oftentimes we're talking over each other if there's too many people on the call and um you know we're all <laughs> we're all very passionate people so it can get a little bit hectic sometimes um so hope we're, we're hoping that that'll kind of clear that up and just really improve the quality of these episodes, which is what we're constantly trying to do in every aspect as far as how to draw comics is concerned. You know, we want to make the group one of the best groups that you can be in in order to, you know, find a place where you can share your art and get feedback on it. We want to make the website, you know, one of the ultimate places that you can go in order to find learning resources to improve and to level up your abilities. And we want to make sure this podcast is something which isn't confusing to listen to, which does send a clear message of, you know, inspiration, motivation, and hopefully somewhere in there we can give you some pearls of wisdom that are also going to allow you to push those abilities up to the next level and uh, get you a little bit closer to the point at which you want to be at with your art- artist, with your artistic abilities, rather. Sure. So... So look for look forward to a little change in that, a little uh, easier to maybe follow along for, follow along for for people because it, I, it's easy to understand too many people, too many mouths, too many voices can, can confuse and and seeing this was our first year we've had uh, we've done a lot of thinking and I look forward to the changes we've been talking about in the in the upcoming upcoming podcast year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what are we like? Thirty-two episodes in now. Exactly. I think that this is a good way. This is a good, this is a good season. And speaking uh, and speaking of seasons, we also have one or two more podcasts this year before we are taking our New Year's break. Yep, that's it. And that'll be uh, for a few weeks on my behalf at least. So, uh, yeah. Um, but we will be back with a bang next year. And, oh yeah, um, don't don't worry. We will be back. Oh, yeah. We're, we are just uh, taking a break for the holidays. Absolutely. But there will be at least one more episode, two more episodes at most, coming out before Christmas time in the new year. So make sure you ch- stay tuned for that one. And uh, we'll see you back here next time. Until then, keep on creating. <laughs>